What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Get on the grid. Mike Blewett and George Kurtz bringing you an hour of football full circle uh, right here. On the grid. So uh, we're going to get right into a story that came out this week regarding Deshaun Watson. George, in the previous hour, we talked a little bit about Wolf Fuller, his top wide receiver, and how Bill O'Brien said he was looking pretty good. But really, the major uh, story to come out of Bill O'Brien's press conference with reporters recently was in talking about now he's the GM and the coach, right? So it's in him talking about how much they love Deshaun Watson, how they're working very aggressively towards a new deal. So, uh, quote, Deshaun is a great player and even better person. We want him here for a long time, O'Brien said. Now, this got Joe Douglas in trouble when he said he wanted <laughs> Jamal Adams to be a jet for life. But uh, I, I, I get the sense that this might not be the same. I know that we're working hard. We're not going to really talk about it in the media. But obviously, we feel so strongly about him and the future of him in this offense and this organization. And we want him here for a long time. Uh, he was a first-round pick in 2017, eligible for contract extension for the first time this offseason. He made less than $3.8 million in 2019, which is just 4.88% of the Texans' cap. He's going to make $4.4 million in this 2020 season. And the person that was drafted right in front of him, uh, just before him, in the NFL draft a few years ago, Pat Mahomes, got the big extension. So it was assumed that the Sean Watson extension was coming. It's just a matter of time, George. Yeah, I think the Texans don't want to put them in a situation where the Dallas Cowboys are, where, no. uh, right, so you want to sign the guy, It's the price is only going to get higher, I don't care what happens as far as the cap next year, his price is not going down, quarterback's prices are not going to change, they're going to go higher, they know the cap is going to go up in two years. Uh, again, once the new uh, television. By the way, you brought started. up a great. You brought up a point right there, which is really important. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you had me thinking about it. It really is an example of why drafting the QB in the first round. You might spend a little bit more money in that first contract, but it gives you more time to evaluate it. 
Dak's contract was up because he's a mid-round pick. They didn't have a fifth-year option. And boom, they're paying him $37 million bucks, and it doesn't appear that they're absolutely positive that they want him to be there. It's a strange – that was – well, this is, this is another segment all in itself, right? Yeah, that well, was we can strange. do that in the next one. Yeah, yeah well, uh, well, we got two segments. We'll get to it. Uh, so when it comes to the Sean Watson, he's going to get paid. I think most people, if you're being conservative, he's a top-five NFL quarterback, right? Uh, I'm with you. I mean, you'll Maybe put Maybe everybody Mahomes. isn't, but I'm with you. I can't see any. I mean, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. Who else are you going to take over Deshaun Watson? I'm not even saying all those guys. I'm saying if you are going to put those three, who else are you taking over Deshaun Watson to not make him top five? You need two more guys to not make him top five. I don't see that. I just don't. Uh, Deshaun honest, Watson. Like, uh, people are going to think I'm – some people out there think I'm nuts. But right now, if you ask me, I think I'd rather have Deshaun Watson than Lamar Jackson. In, in that, I think Deshaun Watson's, the length of his career could play into my decision-making because we're still at a point where Lamar is running a lot and as explosive as he is, and he had the be- one of the best seasons ever last year, I'm still worried about that. It's still a percentage game, right? And I, I think Deshaun Watson, I, I like as a player. If I'm drafting an NFL team right now, and by drafting, I mean a real NFL team, not fantasy, and From I can have... Up. I can have any quarterback I want. I'm taking Deshaun Watson. As far as uh, between those two, I would take Pat Mahomes between first. Those two, yeah, yeah. Between yeah. those two, I'm taking Deshaun Watson for the reason you mentioned. I think sooner or later Lamar Jackson is going to have an injury. I also think that Deshaun Watson has proven he can throw the ball. Any pass you want. Lamar Jackson hasn't proven that yet. So I need I need to see that yet before I would take uh, L. Jax over uh, Watson. I would take Watson as well. So I don't think you're crazy, at least not for that reason. Right. Uh, there might be other reasons I do. Yeah, but uh, as far as... As far as Watson, like I said, the price doesn't go down. It just doesn't. All right, so yeah, signing him now would be a good thing. He's proven everything you need to prove. And by the way, no Hopkins this year. Now, I'm certainly worried this year what's going to happen there. Not vastly worried, but worried. But what if he has a big year, Mike? Does his price now go up even further? Because, hey, I can do it without an elite wide receiver. You know, I don't care. You don't have Hopkins. I'm still putting up big numbers here. So that can only yeah. – I think I think his price only goes higher, not any lower here. So uh, if I'm a Texans, yeah, I'm working damn hard on getting that contract extension. Yeah, their cap um, – I'm, I'm looking at their cap right now too to see how much room they have. Uh, their cap space for the Texans this year and next year, which is really sort of how you're trying to calculate it. So the Texans this year, $20 million. Next year, which is really the important one, because this will likely be an extension. They're not going to, you know, rip up the year that he's playing under. This will be an extension, just like Pat Mahomes was an extension. It was a 10-year extension. So he's with the Chiefs for 12 more years. Um, so here it is. They're, eh, it's $20 million. It's actually not that great. They have the fifth lowest amount of cap space in the league for next year. So... That's probably why they're trying to figure out how to move money around and, and everything else. You know, they keep in mind they're paying Laramie Tunsil a ton. J.J. Watt's still at a big number. If I go two years down the road, uh, the Texans, I can't even see anything anymore. Uh, the Texans are middle of the road, so $97 million. But uh, you start, you know, doing the numbers and projections of caps and everything else. So, you know, they don't have a lot of room. I think that's part of this. I, I think they might have been in a situation where if they had a little bit more flexibility, like uh, was provided with Pat Mahomes and, and the Chiefs, maybe they'd be there. But at least they know 
it's at the forefront of discussions, uh, welcoming in our radio audience to hear your uh, your answer to that. Yeah, it's all, it also might be a big part of the reason why DeAndre Hopkins is no longer a part of the team. All right, maybe they couldn't sign Tunsil, Hopkins, and Watson. Well, they couldn't figure out how to do it anyway. They and definitely couldn't that, do that. Right. So, uh, to, I mean, it probably was Tunsil who's going to be the odd man out there. And we all know that our offensive line, even with Tunsil, is okay. It's certainly yeah. not great. Watson is really the guy who makes that team run there because he buys himself time behind that line there. So, listen, I get it. I think Watson's going to get paid. I think when it all is said and done, he's the se- he's going to make the second most money in football behind Mahomes. He's not getting 490 million, mind you, but it'll be behind Mahomes. But his deal may end up being more player friendly. Uh, I agree. I agree. So, George and I come back to talk about some more NFL news and notes after this. Get on the grid. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Back on the grid, Mike and George talking about NFL referees in this this segment of football full circle. If you want to follow us on Twitter, please do so at SportsGrid on Instagram at SportsGrid TV. George, send him something nice this time. He's getting all the hate mail. I don't know how much, but at George Kurtz, tell him how much you like his new microphone. Yes, tell me, this, uh, tell me whatever you want. 
It looks great. Lovely piece of uh, this. This thing's very heavy, by the way. That's great. It's yeah. got a lot of heft to it. That's good. It's solid. It looks good. So, all right. I'm just jealous. Uh, yeah, not really. I, I, I'm I'm good with these this flimsy microphone. I, I think I sound okay. Uh, although I'm sure I'll be getting one of those in the mail shortly from uh, our, our our benefactors at uh, Sports Grid. Anyway, there's a story about NFL referees. Tell me what's up. Yeah, apparently, uh, now listen, this makes sense because of the pandemic, what's going on. They, they, they may be geographically assigned. You know, it's, the NFL generally doesn't like to have referees really ref uh, more than one home game for a team because they worry about it, or the crews for that matter. You know, competitive balance and all that. But uh, based on the logistics and the uneven spread of officials around the country, you're still going to have some referees that take flights to get to the games, right? It's, you can't all go within driving distance here. But uh, it looks like they are going to do this. Uh, they, they want refs to be able to drive to games, not fly to games. Uh, so that's what their first thing is. So you might have refs, a crew, really, depending on what they, they're going to keep these crews together, that ref more than one home game for a team. Three could be three or four. Once again, different uh, rules in this time. Uh, so what they're saying is rules that typically prohibit officials from working more than two games of any one team and putting at least six weeks between those games will be relaxed. Uh, same thing with the new crew formations. Uh, so it's, it's possible the same officials f- could ref uh, multiple home games. Uh, as I said, the NFL usually doesn't like that. The sites have not yet agreed on an opt-out agreement. As far as if a ref says, you know what, there's like the players in my home situation, my personal situation, not going to work. You know, I need to take this season off. They haven't come to an agreement there yet on how much I guess these refs may or may not get paid. There are some older referees in there as well. You know, I, I don't know that – and none of them really fall into the senior citizen category, but there's some older refs in there. That makes sense, right? I Listen, I would think the referees might be the ones who are at the biggest – the biggest uh, disadvantage. Because remember, like some of these refs, when there's a fumble, you've got to get in that scrum, right? You see them yeah. diving in there, so who's got the football. I mean, you're exposed to everything else they are. And plus, you're all around these guys. I mean, really – uh, so, yes, I think absolutely these guys are pro- outside of the coaches who are because they're with the players, you know, all week. I don't think referees are the next biggest exposure prob- problem for the NFL. So I, I certainly wouldn't blame these refs for not wanting to. The NFL is also thinking about that crews that are assigned to a Thursday night game or a Monday night game may have to do double duty sometimes. In other words, do a Sunday game as well. If it's oh. guess, obviously for the Sunday to Monday, you got to be close enough to get to the other game. This is this is if possible though you can have Ohio games and Pennsylvania games right if you're a Steeler Monday night you could have done the Browns game on right. in, in Cleveland that's a drive Giants know. Jets you know playing in the same stadium that it certainly can be done if it yep. works out that day usually they don't do that uh, for obvious reasons but now they might consider doing it depending once again I think this is all goes back to how many officials might opt out you know, they're going to need guys uh, to replace these guys and. Uh, I think they're also worried about uh, officially officiating leadership has been tasked with redefining mechanics for smaller crews of six or even five officials. Well, once again, this all goes back to if a number of officials say, hey, we're not doing it this year and they can't do seven anymore. If they do six, five, boy, you want to talk about they are they're all terrible anyway. But if you want to talk about games not being officiated, great. I wonder if that would lead. I mean, if you have a game with five refs, five officials, I'm sorry. Does that mean more flags, or do they just let them play more? And who gets left out? I mean, what what, what, what officials aren't going to be in the game? No idea. This is, I mean, it, they there's can't just, spot the ball correctly now. Yeah, I, don't get me started on the spotting the ball, George. Michael Chip, you did that on purpose. I did. I definitely did. Ball chip. Hashtag ball chip. We need a microchip in the ball to more accurately 
spot it. So, yeah, the modified Sky Judge scrapped. I was bummed about that. Uh, I, some people think there's too much officiating, and while I agree with that sentiment, uh, I think uh, I, I don't think less is more in this instance. I think we're going to. I, I think it goes back to your point that you've made in previous hours, and is that it's starting to look like we're not really having a season. We're just going to play a bunch of games, get as many on TV as possible. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, you can't expect it to be as good as it, the product has been in the past. I know all, there's about 100 million NFL fans that bitch about the product every year anyway, <laughs> as good as it and entertaining as it is, complain about it. I'm probably one of them at times. Um, I try not to bang on the officiating as much as others because um, it, it would drive me crazy. And I'm trying to be positive and, and still like the sport. You and I have had this discussion in the past about how in some ways, it's not as fun to watch football now as it was when we were younger. But you could say that really about every sport, right? The changing dynamics of the way baseball is played, the changing dynamics of the way football is played. These safety measures are for the betterment of the game, but we it took us some time to get used to it, right? You don't want to be the old guy banging on the table. Ah, back in my day, Ronnie Lott would take your head off. Like, yeah, that turns out that's not super healthy for anybody. So we're going to change the rules a little bit. Uh, by day, Joe Theismann broke his leg in half. Right. That's terrible. Let's not hit the quarterbacks as much because those are the most important guys throwing down the, the ball down the field twice as much as they used to. So you have to get used to it. Uh, the only the major problem with the NFL, as far as I'm concerned, is pace of play. Um, not in that baseball takes forever in between pitches, but in that there's too much stopping and starting. There are obviously are more penalties than there used to be. That is something that's just hard for anybody to get used to. Is, officials have a hard job. Okay? It's really hard. It, it, it is. But, you know, you mentioned all the advancements that the NFL has made, right, as far as rule changes and stuff like that to help the game theoretically, especially the safety part of it. Whether you agree with them or not, that's what they've done here. But yet they've done very little to help the officials, right? Uh, I mean, they having the referee review his own plays is my, in my mind is idiotic, and not having somebody in the booth that goes, you know, press a little button, beep, hey, we all, uh, you got a mistake here. They do that okay. in college, right? Well, why not? Why not do it in the pros? I mean, it just makes no sense to me. Uh, the microchip thing. I mean, yes, I was. True. I wanted you to go on your little rant here, but you didn't take the bait. But uh, I, come I, on, I can't. I, uh, well, that's a whole segment. But come on, all right, that should be done. I mean, that's not even in my mind. That's not. It's just silly that they're not. They there. have microchips in footballs now. Ben Roethlisberger said it uh, two months ago that he's using a football so that they can gauge velocity and spin rate coming off of Tommy John surgery. So the technology exists currently. I understand that it isn't perfect. It isn't a perfect idea. But having people eyeball it at the end of pressure-filled games when the players are twice as fast as they are, it's insane. And we don't have all the angles at times that the cameras can provide. Throw a grid on the field, laser technology, put a chip in the ball, we'll know where the ball is specifically. Yes, you have to do it in conjunction with the player's knee or hand or elbow or butt cheek that went down. But let's do it. Let's just get on with it. I don't understand it. That's my rant. Uh, listen, I, I agree with you. That's I, I, I would 100% agree with you. I think it's silly that we don't have this. That's what I mean. We don't help the officials. You know, people think, well, officials won't want that. 
Yes, they will. Okay, they will. Trust me, no official wants to get a call wrong. I know it's not the same thing, but I referee men's hockey leagues. And I, I would be thrilled if we had replay here where I could see if I missed a goal that went in and I didn't see it. Because I don't want to get the call wrong. And that's in a men's league where the only person getting paid is me. You think these officials want to have a call go wrong on a Monday night game between Dallas and Pittsburgh? That means everything? Where millions upon millions of people now saw it, you blew this call, and now you're getting calls. The media's calling you out, calling you incompetent and complete, uh, you know, a complete moron. You know, the teams hate you it's now. A hell of a they hobby. just want to strangle you and burn your house down. It's a hell right, of a so- hobby that these guys pick up. Most of them, uh, you know, there's a long-standing rule that you had to be independently wealthy, so that you couldn't be bought off. Um, it's really a hell of a. I can't I'll believe you guys do it, Mike. All right, if I was independently wealthy, I'm not reffing. I don't know why these guys do this. Thanks. I really don't. I mean, the I, only I one that was that. in there recently, who, and he's now doing a great job, I think a, a good job on TV, is Gene Steratore. He was a basketball ref and an NFL ref, so he's a full-time ref. A lot of the other guys are judges and lawyers and everything yeah. else. So uh, so that's it. Je- refs are going to be assigned geographically. They haven't figured out an opt-out program. I'd imagine some refs will opt out, but they're also they're home during the week. They're not exposed to players each and every day. So maybe... Not as big of an impact. Anyway, George and I will come back. I'll talk about more NFL news and notes right here on The Grid. We'll be right back on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 
Back on the grid, Mike and George welcoming in our radio audience uh, right here on the grid. So we're talking about some player news that happened this week, George, and one of which, pretty interesting, via Adam Schefter. Veteran running back LaShawn McCoy reached agreement on a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, per uh, Drew Rosenhaus. He's very excited, quote, he's very excited to play with established vets like Brady and Gronk and trying to win another championship, end quote. Rosenhaus said he won the championship last season with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, even though he wasn't really much of a part of it at the end, he was on the team throughout the year. There was always, like, when is LaShawn McCoy coming back? Didn't really happen. They had uh, Damian Williams and others to fill in. So uh, the Bucks have added two leading touchdown scores from 2011 this offseason. Uh, Shady McCoy with 20 and Gronk with 18. That's via Field Yates. So um, we have Keyshawn Vaughn there, which I think he hit the COVID list. We're not sure if he's, by the way, in terms of the NFL COVID list, they're not saying why uh, the players are on the COVID list. It is possible that they're having symptoms. It is possible that they've just come in contact with somebody that had symptoms. It's sort of a overall general policy to have people not in camp that are being quarantined whether they are sick or not is that a fair explanation yeah uh okay. i guess they're giving you some hints and baseball's just telling you the player's not available and let you guess yeah you know it's kind of silly in my mind why would you you know why would you want anyone guessing as to your health I, it's just not baseball's allowed to say hey you're on COVID. big deal I don't know what the embarrassment is about having uh, contracted COVID. We could all get it at any time from going anywhere. It's not like, oh, you can only get this if you went to bad places. You know, and I, and, and I, I guess I can understand that if that was true. You can get this going anywhere. Bank, supermarket, outside, anywhere. To your mailbox. I mean, so I think it's kind of silly that they're, they're hiding this or trying to keep it quiet, whatever it is. But you're right. The player could, be in, uh, could have come in contact with somebody. He could be asymptomatic or he could be showing symptoms. So I guess that's what they're keeping secret now. What are those three uh, options there? But uh, Kishon Vaughn and Raymond uh, Calais is also on it. Got it, got it. So I, so how about this backfield then? You got Rojo, we got LaShawn McCoy, Daria Gunboale, we've got Keyshawn Vaughn in there. They actually have a bunch of guys here when all put together. Could be interesting, but LaShawn McCoy is effectively just an insurance policy at this point, right? Isn't this the New England Patriots all over again? So many backs. Which yeah. one? Which one? I mean, I had some high hopes for uh, Vaughn that he might do something this season. He would have been the guy, if I was drafting a fantasy team before McCoy got there, he'd be the guy, no doubt, I'd want. Not that I expect the huge things. He'd be a running back three. You just don't want to pay for Rojo. I don't want because well, I don't know what's going to happen with Rojo. He's got a bunch of chances here. And by the way, what was Rojo's main problem? Before last season, picking up the blitz. Yeah. Now you have Tom Brady. You had damn well better be able to pick up that blitz each and every time, or you're never going to see the field. Yeah. Right. So that's I think that's an issue there as well. I'm looking so, up. I'm looking up his uh, his ADP right now. Rojo specifically uh, his ADP. It's not good. It's not great. Go ahead. Drop, Sorry. Drop further now. Yeah. Right now that LeSean. Listen, I don't expect big things out of really any of them right now. You know, they're, they're all in that running back three, running back four category. Uh, Vaughn, I just think, has the most upside. 
you know, so I'll, I'll take a shot with him if he's there, assuming he's off COVID by then, which I expect he will be. But uh, I don't expect big things out of any of these guys. Right. In uh, on NFFC, his ADP, NFFC, for those that are unfamiliar, National Football Fantasy Football Championship. There's a lot of different drafts, and uh, it tends to be where higher stakes players uh, play. Uh, there are contests of all sizes, but higher stake players play there. And I think you get a little bit more aggressive drafting in terms of, as opposed to your home leagues, you get aggressive drafting of guys who have upside, but maybe aren't as safe. They rise up in those rankings a little bit. Is that fair to say those rankings? Yeah, I think that is fair to say. I would, yeah. I would describe it very similarly. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Jones is 32 right there. Uh, this is, uh, a snapshot of exactly this last month of July. Uh, Ronald Jones, 32. Keyshawn Vaughn was 35. So I think there's still, to your point, a little bit of a guessing game. I'd, I'd rather want him. I would prefer Jones. You'd prefer Vaughn. If Jones is coming off the board 32nd, Vaughn's coming off the bar, board 35th, I'll take Jones. It's a risk. But I might not want either of them because of the reasons that you've stated. Yeah, it's definitely a risk. But they're both low running back threes, which is about right. Running back fours, whatever it may be. Uh, I just I don't like playing guessing games. But then again, so many teams have guessing games. You know, I've, who's going to be the touchdown guy? That's probably the guy I'd first want. The safe play is who's going to be the uh, PPR guy. Who's going to catch the ball? You know, now you might want to go with that. I said I would take Vaughn because I'll take the upside. I just think he has upside. I think Rojo, we know what he can do. Sorry, Ventra. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, I agree with you. I think he's more of a maybe a third down guy or an insurance policy. Uh, Agam Bawali, I want nothing to do with fantasy-wise. So I think it really is between those guys. Vaughn is the guy I want right now. But then again, Mike, if he's not going to be in camp for two, three weeks, he's a rookie. Well, that eliminates him. Yeah, he's a rookie too. So that hurts. The thing that we keep coming back to on a lot of these teams is the veteran teams are going to be really in a good situation here. That's guys that are in camp. It's always the case, but this is obviously a really unique scenario that we're talking about. Um, in fact, just reading stories this week, Bill Belichick is talking about how since there's no preseason games and you don't have as much time, is this really going to be at a disadvantage and Bill Belichick and Bill, o Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone have all shared stories to say colleges do it in three weeks every year. Three weeks, and they're they're ready to go. So if they can do it, the NFL should be able to do it. At least that's the sentiment coming from certain coaches. So Good luck with uh, that. this via uh, Rich Cimini, uh, new Jet safety Bradley McDougal on a Zoom call, says a former teammate, Jadavian Clowney, I'd love to have him here, says he'll lobby on his behalf, but notes that sort of thing is above his pay grade. Chimini, uh, Chimini later followed up. It's admirable that he would go to bat for an ex-teammate, but the reality is the Jets have no interest in Clowney. Moot point. So the Jets have some cap room. They could conceivably pay him. His name has been thrown into his, into the mix a little bit with the Jets, but I, I trust Rich Chimini here in stating that it ain't going to happen. He's the NF ESPN NFL reporter for the Jets, so it ain't going to happen. But I brought it up because what is happening now? Is the Seattle thing dead because they got to pay Jamal Adams next year? This is really kind of a one-year, two-year deal for Clowney anyway. Right. I think Seattle still makes the most sense. He played there last year, played well when healthy. Uh, they seem to be going for it with Jamal Adams. And as, as you mentioned, at this point, it probably is just a one-year make-good deal. And he'll go back to being a free agent next year. 
You know, so I, well, I think it would make sense for Seattle for that reason to go for it. You might as well add another piece, right? Your secondary is now solid, but right now you can't rush the passer at all. So uh, you better uh, – I would think Clowney would make a lot of sense, to, even though I'll fully admit Clowney, if you look at his numbers, is more of a run stopper than a pass getter, pass uh, going to the quarterback. And maybe that's the thing for the Seahawks. They would want be if they're going to pay that kind of money, they want more of a guy who's a quarterback chaser. And Clowney at times is not that. I I, I don't know what their reasons are because the need is there. It's not. Hard I think to he's find. a better, more versatile football player than he gets credit for. Oh, so I mean versatile? Yes, we use that word, sure. But I think a lot of players want that guy who gets the quarterback. Yeah. You know, who's that kind of guy, and he's not that. And it's not a negative on him, by the way. He's a very good football player. I'm a Cowboy fan. I'd love to have him on Dallas. I think he'd be a great fit opposite uh, Demarcus Lawrence. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen there either. Uh, for whatever reason, he's not getting any play. I wonder if the, the pandemic and teams may be thinking, eh, we're not playing a full season anyway. And that uh, is part of this as far as what's going on. As far as, uh, you know, as uh, what's going on as far as practices, by the way, I think we're going to see extremely sloppy football, assuming we play in September. Do you, you think know, it's um, favors the football. offense or the defense? Normally, you would think it would favor the defense. Offense needs to be in rhythm. You know, know where the players are going to be, that sort of thing. So many teams have had changes, whether that be their offensive coordinator, their head coach, players coming in. I would think the defense would be ahead. Uh, but I, I don't. I think there'll be problems there too. I think there'll be breakdowns there. Well, you're going to see. We see guys anyway roaming all alone in the secondary because somebody forgot missed an assignment. I think we'll see more of that too. Was yeah. an easy pitch and catch for long touchdowns because no one covered the guy. You yeah. know, but I think it's going to be very sloppy because what we keep hammering on over and over again. You know, the fact that. No mini camps. Training camp is now shortened. Padded practices have been lessened. I think well, hitting in the first couple of weeks is going to be interesting. And I think we're going to see more injuries this year than ever before. Yeah. So I'm just looking at some of the other uh, teams that could potentially be in the mix. We'll start it out with the Seahawks. They got $17 million in cap space. Here's the teams that have $17 million or more in cap space, right? I'm just trying to pick a number around $15 bucks, George, that Clowney could take up. Jaguars are at 16. They don't count. That's not happening. <laughs> uh, Seahawks, Dolphins, I'm going up the ladder. It's stop me when you think a team could sign or want Clowney. I think Miami would be interested, but I think they've come out and said, have already said no as well. Yeah, it just doesn't make – I mean, they're building it from the ground up. They're, they're going to acquire players. They're not going to sign a bunch of free Agreed. agents yet. Uh, on a one-year deal, he does nothing for them. Uh, Dolphins, Bears, Texans <laughs> – Chargers, Broncos, <laughs> Jets. I'm going to say he's not going to go to Houston. Uh, Jets, Colts, Lions. Colts. Patriots, of course. Some sense here. Bengals, Titans. Yeah. Ti- we've heard Titans over and over. The Titans Giants. do seem to have the most somewhat interest. Giants. No, the next organization not. thinks they're going to get every free agent, or at least their fan base does, the Eagles. Yeah. Bills, Washington, Browns. Browns aren't going to pay another Browns pass rusher. No. Yeah, Browns have already said no as well. We had we talked about them earlier as well, and they came out and said no thank the you. The reason that the rumors make sense is because there's only two teams that really make sense, the Seahawks and the Titans. And the Titans, Eagles could do it. They have the money. They, they have they the want. money. I don't know if they necessarily have the need. That defensive line is pretty stacked as it is for it's Philly. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah so I don't think they're going to feel a need depth, there. Depth isn't, depth isn't a, it's not a terrible luxury. Again, it's a one-year deal. There's no bad one-year deals. We talk about this all the time. I agree. 
I just think Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, I don't think they're looking for it. I don't think they'll do it. Tennessee, mo- that, that's been the place with the most smoke. I think that still makes the most sense. And then Vic Beasley doesn't show up to camp? you got to be thinking about it now. So, Georgia and I will come back, talk a little bit more NFL. After this, on the grid, we'll be right back on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Back on the grid, uh, Mike and George talking about a few different players here. Uh, News regarding Vic Beasley this week was really strange, George. According to the Tennessean, Titans GM John Robinson calls Vic Beasley's absence from training camp unexcused says he will report soon. So Vic Beasley, a former first-round pick of the Falcons, frankly, hasn't lived up to expectations of being a, a, a top half of the first-round pick. He moves to the Titans on a one-year deal, uh, one-year prove-it deal, and then didn't show up to report for COVID testing and just hasn't been around. We're still at uh, an impasse as to whether or not, when he's going to show up at the time that we're recording this, but it, it's an oddity. It does happen most years in the NFL. There's always some story like this, but a guy that just sort of got a pretty good deal, a, an eight-figure deal out of the Titans on a one-year prove-it, no-shows it, that's odd to me. And you have to wonder if they're thinking twice about this, especially with Jadavian Clowney looming out there. Yeah, that is definitely odd. It's the fact that he signed a one-year make-good deal. It was, a, it was a good deal, not a poor deal at all. No. And yet then he just doesn't show it. 
in this these times, it forces the team to wonder about the player. Is he coming? Is he not coming? Does he have it? Is he sick? And we don't know about it because he wasn't in communication with the team at the time. It looks like latest reports are that he might be in communication and does plan on reporting eventually, we think, or Robinson thinks, the GM of the, uh, of the team. We'll see what happens there. But it's definitely an odd little thing. And I think you're absolutely right. If Tennessee could do it all over again, they would sign Clowney for the one-year deal and not Beasley. Sure. So he's a 28-year-old outside linebacker. He was the number eight overall pick in 2015. A one-year, $9.5 million deal in March. 37.5 sacks through his first five NFL seasons, including a league-leading 15.5 in 2016. That's the problem. He got to the point in year uh, two or year uh, in year two where he led the league in sacks, and then it all fell apart. He was on that Falcons team that famously uh, blew the huge lead to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, um, and he was a, a big defender on that team. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. Now Clowney would cost nearly twice as much on a one-year deal, right? You're probably looking at 17 on a one-year deal. It's north of 15. That's probably what their was part of their thought process, right, George? Like, well, they didn't know if Clowney was necessarily available, but they're probably also doing the math. We can have Be- Beasley for two thirds of what it costs Clowney, but now they're there. I mean, this is an odd thing. They communicated to him that he's unexcused and he's still not there. It's weird. I say I like you'd like to know why. If I'm a team, that's what I want to know. Why aren't you here? Are you thinking about opting out? Is that why? Have you already opted out? You know, you just haven't told anybody. So, yeah, I'd be concerned. I'd absolutely be concerned. It would be driving me kind of crazy here because they need to know what to do because let's say he is opting out, which I don't think is going to be the case here. But let's say if he is, well, now Tennessee has to scramble. Maybe now they still have to go talk to Clowney yeah. and see if he'll sign for $12 million, you know, something like that, you know, rather than the uh, the one-year higher number he might want. There, the, t- might be- the tricky part about the contracts, because that would toll, right? But it's a one-year deal. It would toll. Would they have? But can they void it? Pay him the whatever bonuses he was owed. I think you can always void if both sides agree. You can avoid it. I don't know if the NFL can do it without the player's consent. Not if he's opting out. You just have to cut him and owe him whatever guarantees, right? Right, right. So I, I don't think they'd be able to just say to get rid of him without the player's consent there, and that probably won't happen. I mean, we don't know. Uh, why? I mean, is he upset with the organization? Did, did he find out he could have gotten a better offer elsewhere? I mean, we don't know why. That's the weird thing here. Was it COVID-related, whatever it might be? Because the contract seems to be a pretty good one for a one-year deal, a prove-it deal, for a guy who's done nothing in a couple of years. So yeah. uh, it's a strange goings here. I understand why Tennessee would be upset about this, because they need to know. We keep talking about you know when the COVID opt-out is, because general managers want to know. And they have it now as Monday, right? I believe it should be a couple of weeks later. But I understand yeah. why this would drive uh, Robinson a little batty. Uh, Rhiannon Walker uh, from The Athletic DC reports that Randy Jordan said that Antonio Gibson has been sitting in on the running back meetings, but they also make sure he gets enough wide receiver technical work, too. For those that are unfamiliar with Antonio Gibson, he is that breed of hybrid wide receiver running back that the NFL is coveting these days. He's out of Memphis. Uh, he's really seen more as a wide receiver than a running back by some, but this tweet encapsulates that he is this versatile, impactful player. Um, Would you compare him to James White? Would you compare him? I don't know who exactly you'd compare him to, but he's really seen as a pass-catching threat more than he is a between-the-tackles type of player. 
Well, they're never going to use him between the tackles anyway. Right. I mean, you got AP, you got Darius Geis. He's not going to see right. that. That's what those guys are there for. So they better hope he can, uh, you know, he can ca- uh, catch the ball. Because if he can't, then it's, a, it's just a useless pick. But uh, I think they want to use him as a, a weapon. What's that? That's the term you like to use uh, in football when the guy doesn't have really one position. They want to use him as a weapon, whether it be in the slot, out of the backfield, you know, outside. Uh, outside of McLaurin, I mean, there's really not a lot of guys there, you know, that are pushing him for targets. Hell, he can play tight end at this rate. You know, they ain't got much there either. So uh, I think he'll – I was going to say an impact, but I think that's the wrong choice of words here. I think he'll make an impact as far as he'll get – there'll be plays designed for him to yeah. use his skill set there. It's not like that Washington has a whole bunch – they don't have much else going on here. Yeah. So they have to use him. They have to get him involved in the offense. And Kelvin Harmon was one of their uh, players towards AC, one of their wide receivers towards ACL. It's Terry McLaurin, Antonio Candy Golden, Cam, uh, Cam Sims, Steven Sims, Trey Quinn. That's a receiving core. I think McLaurin is going to be a, a star in the league. I really do. But their tight ends are Richard Rodgers and Jeremy Sprinkle. This is rough, man. McLaurin's is- good, but he's going to see. All of the focus. Yeah, he should. I mean, and you don't have Tom Brady throwing you of uh, Haskins. I don't know how this is going to work out for him. What worries yeah. me is that this becomes a conservative offense. Ron Rivera can get this defense playing well. It's a good, talented defense. And then they just go really conservative. So then we don't know what we really have in Haskins because they're running the ball so much They're you know, from a percentage standpoint. But without their... <laughs> Without an inability to score late in games, he's just going to have to start throwing it in riskier situations. I'm laughing because I'm just thinking along your lines, and I agree with you, that the uh, Rivera is going to want to keep these kind of games close. He's going to want a game manager at quarterback. And boy, does he sort of have one who just got healthy now and has been cleared to play in uh, wow. Alex Smith. He's not He's not going to play, mind you. No, not full time, yeah. not be started. But I think that's the kind of quarterback they'd be looking for. A guy who won't make mistakes and put that defense in bad uh, situations, especially with this offense that lacks playmakers all over the place. Yeah, for those of you that haven't watched the Project 11 that ESPN did uh, on Alex Smith, I highly recommend watching it. It is a very graphic, uh, behind-the-scenes look at his road back to where he's gotten. Now, it was filmed a while ago, so you haven't even seen recent progress from it, but... To see what he went through and the severity of the injury, it was shocking, I think. And people that are not football fans would think that people are crazy for ever playing football to see what he went through. It was He had to receive a lot of consultation from military doctors in order to help repair his legs. So um, kudos to him for making it all the way back. I, I can't believe he's even going to attempt to play football again, but I understand you know it, it's driven him his whole life. So I, I'm not suggesting he should quit. I'm just surprised that he's made it to this point. I wonder this. Uh, I know it's not the same thing, but just something went through my mind. I used to play a lot of hockey. I tore my ACL. And when after I recovered, did my rehab, I came back to play. And I, I, Because I, I wanted to prove to myself that I could, I could do it, that I could play again and be that same player. But you, really, you really can't. You're not quite the same. And I wonder the same thought processes through Alex Smith's head. Not so much that he yeah. has to play, but that he wants to prove to both himself and everybody else that I can play, that I, I don't could have a problem come back. With that. I don't yeah. have a problem with that either. Uh, in his case, which is a much more severe injury than the ACL, I think I – and uh, let's face it. I, uh, I did mine on a non-contact injury. He's going to get hit again if he plays. That's right. I would probably, you know – He's got the wife. I think he's got a family. I think I might he want does. to call it a day and take my money and, and, not, and I, not ever take yeah. a chance of getting hurt again. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of money on the table, though, so that's potentially a motivating factor 
as well. So, uh, so those stories in place. Uh, next story, uh, Jaron Curse from the uh, Detroit Lions. He'll be serving a three-game suspension. This is via Aaron Wilson. Uh, he covers the Texans, but he also is reporting on other NFL news. Suspended three games for violating NFL substance abuse policy. It was related to a DWI and a weapons charge. All sort of rolled into one for this three-game suspension. Uh, I don't know. He he played a lot for the Vikings over the last 62 games for the Vikings over the last several seasons, George. The Lions are one of those teams that we have talked about a lot. And I my head is swimming because... There were several instances this week where people were uh, notable NFL personalities just making predictions that are on board with the Lions winning this division. I think the thought process is probably similar, that we think that the Vikings aren't necessarily that special, talented, but not all that special. The Packers are going to take a step back. The Bears have a quarterback issue. And the Lions might have Matt Stafford, who was playing really well back healthy with all of these new additions. The problem is, with all of these new additions, we're talking about all these other issues related to teams and not being in camp. With all these new additions, can they really get everything moving in the right direction to start the season? Yeah, you know, and I'm looking at it now. The Lions have been hit pretty hard by uh, the COVID list as well. Uh, yep. Jalen Elliott, Justin Coleman, Amani, his name I can't not pronounce. Oh, I'm going to screw Coleman. Oh, for now, uh, Kenny Galladay's on it. TJ Hawkinson's on it. I mean... Listen, it's probably all, we don't know how severe, but it's probably all minor and they'll be fine. But still, to have this Contact many guys. Contact tracing who, situation. Right. Could be that as well. He's around somebody. But to have all these guys who now can't practice anyway, any kind of practice, is got to be concerning here. But I think it's as you said. I f- truly believe whichever team, if any, can get the 10 wins, wins this division. Nine might do it. And you said it earlier, Minnesota, you lost Diggs, didn't really replace him. You got, you got some more question marks there. The Packers didn't really do any additions and lost some players. Granted, they may not have been great players, Blake Martinez, but they were still contributors to the Packers, and you didn't help Aaron Rodgers. I think there's issues there. And you, I still think they sold their soul to win 13 games last season. And maybe that price is coming due this season. So I think Detroit has as good a chance. Chicago, you said it. Trubisky, Foles, you know. There's no team here that I feel great in saying is going to win 10 games. So why not the Lions? You know, why not have the Detroit if they can if Stafford can stay healthy if this offense can move? You know, Gallaudet gets healthy. Marvin Jones, they have a good running back uh, tandem with Swift and Johnson here. Good tight end in Hawkinson. I think they'll all be back by then. You know, why not the Lions this year? Lions are plus 600. Vikings favored to win the division at plus 165. Packers plus 175. Bears at plus 50. Lions at plus 600. Their win total... I remember doing this in the past. It still remains at six and a half. The over minus 150, that has moved. Uh, I would like to think it's the impact of this show, but I don't think it is. I think there's a lot of like-minded people that think that the the Lions can get to seven. Um, As far as them making the playoffs, the Lions bet to make the playoffs would be, yes, plus 240. Your best, I mean... They got to win the division. The only way, only way they're making the playoffs is win the division. They're not going to get a wild card. If you get them to nine wins, they could as the seventh team. It's tough. A lot of good teams, right? San Fran, Seattle, Rams are are probably a better team. Dallas or Philadelphia, maybe both the Dallas and Philadelphia, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. I think Atlanta's in their same class as well. I think what you're going to want to do with the Lions, as far as I can tell, is 
first of all, over the six and a half, I think you're going to pay juice on that. So be mindful that you're not going to get the huge payoff. But I think you want the division at six to one as opposed to the playoffs at plus 240. That's what you're sort of leaning towards, right? You're getting a lot better value, and it's unlikely that they'll battle it out at the wild card with a 10 and nine and seven, 10 and six record uh, than they would in winning the division at potentially that same record. So George and I'll come back to close out this hour of FFC after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. All right, closing out this hour of football full circle here on the grid, uh, w- perfectly produced by Brian Rutkowski, uh, along and here along with my compadre, George Kurtz. So, George, we're talking NFL for the last couple of hours. I'm going to ask a very general question for you. What are you most excited about regarding the NFL coming back? Is there is there a benchmark, maybe phrase it a different way, is there a benchmark moment that you're looking for being like, all right, you know what? I'm in. Because the baseball was like, it, baseball got started. A lot of baseball fans were just sort of like, all right, uh, I'm, I'm liking that the games are on, but this is weird. <laughs> is there going to be a moment with the NFL where you're saying, all right, this is cool. I'm in. You know, listen, I'm a realist. 
All right. Do I think the season is going to be played in full? No. Am I going to watch the games? Yes. All right. Uh, listen, I, I told you earlier, I was on the Scott Farrell show last night. Aaron Judge hit that three-run home run. I'm a Yankee fan. It took a lot of self-control not to be screaming about the uh, three-run home run by Judge during the game. I still want the Yankees to win. When the Cowboys play, I still want the Cowboys to win. Sunday football is still Sundays of football Sundays where it's just enjoyable. I'm just a, uh, more of a realist than what I mean by I don't think there's any seasons anymore. I think these are games. And what I mean is I think you put it perfectly. I don't know if you said it on air or between the breaks when you said these are really just the owners getting putting entertainment on TV and getting paid for it. And I truly believe that. I don't know if we're going to have yeah, playoffs. they're just TV shows. It's like, right. it's like college football bowl week. You and I both know there's too many bowl games, and people are like, hey, there's nobody even in the stands. What do you care? You're not going to the Bahamas Bowl anyway. Just it's a TV show. Do you want to watch it or not? Put it on or not. Is it entertaining or not? I find it entertaining. This network is perfect for bowl games. There's lines on every game. You get in a pool. Throw some money on it. It's tw Throw 20 bucks on it and watch it. It's fun. That's my thought process right now. I don't want people put in harm's way, but I have to go along with the plan. Like any other business that is being conducted, we're just going to see what happens here. I don't want anybody to be sick and still playing. I don't want people to get sick. I don't want people to test positive, but it's going to happen across society. It's a risk-reward scenario right now, George. It is. And like I said, it's entertainment. We want to be entertained. I want to be entertained. We haven't had games for, what, almost five months all right, they're back. Enjoy it. You and I can't control whether it should be played or not. Other people are making that decision. I'm just reporting on the games that are being played and enjoying the games that are, that are out there. I want to watch the Yankees tonight. For me, it's going to be that first Sunday when all the games are kicking off at 1 o'clock. That's when I'll be like, all right, this is pretty cool. All right, everybody, thanks for watching. On behalf of Brian Rakowski, George Kurtz, I'm Mike Blewett. We'll see you next time on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. 
Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.